0: This gog ruffe. This gog
1: raffe. This gog buffet they die Yeah, I was just testing my uh recording. What?
2: What, what? what's up, Jomo? What's up? You... What? 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 I fucking hate you hate what? That uh, that lady, the bird face uh, the lady. Oh, the rat lady, yeah. Dude, she's, what? Great. What? Dude, she's great.
1: What?
2: She's great. Oh man.
1: I'll be back in uh three minutes.
2: It's okay. I yes. enjoy talking to Rob Fortune.
1: What the oh, yeah, fuck? He, <laughs> he's gone too. Bye. What Jonah. the fuck?
2: All right, guys. If you haven't tuned in, these two fucking turd nuggets are taking a pee pee. So I'll just regale you with some sort of sound. I'll I'll play some I'll play a good song for you guys maybe you can hear this.
0: Are you talking? Yeah, I am. What's up? Uh, no, I I I, uh, I didn't hear you because I didn't have headphones on. But no, it's all good, man. What have you been up to this week? My week has been good. Uh, do I have any stories about this week? Do I have anything that I want to say on the podcast about this week? Anything derogatory? Uh... I'll, I'll anything
2: derogatory. I'll take. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll say a Mark Norman joke. It's like, hate is okay as long as it's uh, as, as long as it's like uh, general. You know, it's like I hate everyone. It's like, oh yeah, me too. And then it's like, well, I hate the Jews. And it's like, oh God, too specific. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, yeah. The Jews had it bad, man. They had it pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, they had uh, several thousands of years of
0: bad. Uh... Just a lot of a lot of hate, a lot of discontent. Uh, right now i'm thinking i'm I'm thinking about a a professor who um taught some kind of uh like jewish rights class and at the end of it like you know somebody sat through three months of this class to at the end of it say well don't you think they deserved it for what they did to the whatever three thousand years ago
1: (laughs) all right everybody What's
0: up, Jomo? I'd fucking exit stage right, going, ooh, god, that's bad. Uh, I'll I'll repeat that story, uh, Jaxi, that you can hear it. Um, So I think this happened at UMass, but like someone had a like a Jewish rights class uh, some time ago, and uh, somebody sat through three months of class to at the end of this Jewish rights class say, well, don't you think that the Jews deserved it for what they did to the Egyptians three thousand years ago?
1: Yo, that's the long troll.
0: That is a real long, <laughs> long troll.
1: Oh, you know, I want to talk about it. I want to talk about a troll in this intro. Wait, no, that's the long troll. The guy sat through the whole class.
2: Yeah. Oh, man. I, I'd be like, bro, I gotta leave. This dude, is yeah. too, he's too live, bro. He's too live.
1: jumma that's a nice um, beer stein or whatever that no, no, is. Bro, it's beer glass.
2: Straight up for water, bro. It's Yo, do
1: you water. put that in the freezer?
2: <clears throat> oh no, man. I I'm really, you know. I really, really having a tough time with water. I gotta force myself to drink more water, man. I don't yeah, put just drink it... selfie, bro. Drink what? No Selfie. So carbonated right. drinks are bad for your fucking your motility in your sperm. Okay. Are you yeah, trying so... to get someone pregnant? Yeah, yeah. I am
1: mean, actually, is yeah. <laughs> I... yeah. Oh. yeah.
2: So there's there's a I'm lot. Not. Of, there's, well, i not. Well, drink think, away. I, I don't think okay. I don't think you need to have kids in this world to be quite. That's big. what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, hey, how was your interesting week? What'd you do? Thought about
1: you. I listened to a lot of music that I hadn't heard before. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um I'm interested to talk about Gorguts today with with everyone
2: here. Fucking great band.
1: Specifically uh, Jomo because uh, I know Russ has already been into yeah,
2: you know, Gorguts for a while. I would say Yeah. I- I'm sorry,
0: what'd you say? Yeah, I have plenty to say about Gorguts, I have, uh, yeah. Good, okay. So I have I'm... a
1: bunch of this stuff all written out, if you don't you can do the whole thing, or I can send this to you or I can just read it, whatever you want.
2: Yeah, read it, But we, uh... we don't have to use it at all. Oh, we can do a fucking introduction first. Holy thank you. shit!
1: Oh, I didn't know we were going.
2: Yeah, we're going right now, we're doing it live. Oh. Fuck it, Bill oh, Riley. You. we're doing it fucking live. Alright, thank you everyone for coming back and listening. But the man I'm going to introduce to you first, he doesn't fuck you like a dog, it's just a style,
0: Mr. Rob Fortune. Rob! How's it going? It's going good, brother. How are you? We talk a lot about dogs and cats, so I think that's the inspiration for that quote. That's nice.
2: Well, I had to insert it there because, uh, what I watch? I watched Knocked Up recently, He's like, I'm not trying to fuck you like, she's like, I don't want to be fucked oh, yeah, like yeah. a dog. He's like, I'm not fucking you like a dog, it's just a style, it's a style. yeah. <laughs> yeah that was and, a great movie and i could totally see rob doing that with a girl she's like i don't want to be fucking like a dog oh, it's just a style baby it's just a style don't worry about yeah, it you know
1: what movie is like really underrated zach and Mary make a porno great the movie, movie is really really funny
2: but the man who's talking right now needs no introduction but i'm going to introduce him anyway because we have to all right he's a man who invented the troll toll. insert non-binary title here mr jack falcon jack
1: Nice. That was crisp. You know what this is? This is from Hawaii, I think. Look at this. Oh. Maui. Ooh. Nice. So um yeah, this beer's pretty good. I've had it a couple times now. Is that a
0: flavored beer? It's flavored
1: Yeah, this beer. is um what is this? This is pineapple pineapple mono wheat. Ooh.
0: I don't know. It's all does, kinds it, of stuff. does it taste like pineapple?
1: Yeah, kinda, yeah.
2: What is it? A Pilsner? <laughs> is it IPA? What is
1: it? I don't know. It's uh <laughs> I don't know. It's a tropical brew. I don't know. Tropical
2: it's probably an IPA, bro. Is, is it dank and hoppy? I don't know. It tastes fine. <laughs>
1: okay, I wanna hang on, I wanna tell you guys something. I wanna tell you, I wanna okay. See, Rob is gonna know more about the science behind this. Okay, yesterday I'm at my buddy's house, right? Okay. And I'm like I'm starving hungry and we're not gonna like we're gonna go to a cookout, but it wasn't for like two hours. So I'm raiding right this guy's pantry, right? I find like, of um, Cheetos, like the puffy kind, like a store brand. It wasn't like Cheetos brand. It was like Walmart brand or whatever. And the bag had been rolled up with a clip on it. So I'm eating them and they taste kind of stale. But I was like, okay, whatever. They, they're still fine. I probably ate like half this bag. And then the other guy who's there, he's like, when did those things expire? And I was like, I don't know. And he looked at the the front of the bag, and it said they expired September twenty nineteen. <laughs> but like, this was not a sealed bag that I just opened. It had been opened the whole time with like a chip clip on it. So like, how are these things not completely like rotten and disgusting?
0: You're gonna die. This there those things are super dry. Those are good for like twenty years or so. Um, oh, okay. oh okay. no way. Yeah. Really? Uh, r- r- so rice is good for 20 years. Uh, yeah, anything that's super, super dry like that is good for a long time. Uh, so that, uh, that that staleness is like moisture gets into it, and that just uh, – it's un- unpleasant to eat. Uh, if you didn't, like, see mold growing on it from, like, tons of moisture getting into it, then yeah, I think you're good.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, I feel fine. I was just like, huh, that's weird. This is like a year and a half, and it wasn't even sealed, but –
0: I, I know people who've eaten mustard that expired in ninety nine. They ate it like t- they they ate it in like two thousand ten. And it, uh, yeah, that mustard lasts a long time. That's you know that's something else though. I know honey lasts a while. Uh, honey, they say is invincible. They uh they say it never expires. It gets hard, but that's just like you can just warm it back up. Yeah. I you
2: know I didn't like here's the shits that I had today. All right. So I woke up. And and I should say for the past week I've been waking up in a panic attack, fucking in, in the middle of the night, so around somewhere between two thirty and three thirty every fucking night, and I go, oh, God Jesus Christ, and I run to the bathroom and it's just like, yeah, remember the episode of Seinfeld where it's like Newman and and Kramer are like making sausages? So that's literally True. it's my asshole. And I'm just like this like. and I weighed myself in one sitting I lost like two pounds bro it was legit it was fucking legit
1: now that's better than the Hollywood diet
2: yeah it's way better than Hollywood diet but um I would say my butthole though is on fire so like right now it's a it's a little stingy all right it's a little hot right now you know you know when you eat something spicy and you just eat like a pig and you're just like oh god this is gonna hurt and you could feel the hard shit shawshanking on your insides, <laughs> like it's like, yeah, bruh. And you're just like, fuck, this hurts. <laughs> yeah, that's that's been my week. That's
1: that that pretty much sums it up.
2: Yep, yeah, that's my ball hole, man.
1: Okay, all right. all right. So, Rob, what are we talking about today?
0: Uh, we, uh, we uh, Jack, we've done your favorite bands a couple of times. We did the Gent Four, which is some of Jumbo's favorite bands, and so uh, I. So this is my uh, episode to do some of my favorite bands. I I I concentrated on albums that I was I listened to a lot, like lately. So if I were to try out for a band now and talk about stuff I listened to lately, it would be these albums and maybe some other ones. It, yeah. So so uh like. <laughs> on the on that note like i've never been kicked out of a band but i've failed tryouts tons of times because uh you know i i, I i'm an eccentric person and then my taste in music is eccentric i t- if i were to like go to a band and t- talk about gorgas it's like okay you don't fit in here uh you gotta go the exit yeah <laughs> like, we're, just up, gonna play, we're just
1: gonna play missing a member
0: <laughs> that'll come up later in the conversation um oh. do, you, uh, do you do you want to talk about skeleton witch first sure uh do you want to read it and then uh
1: yeah let me drop the artwork and everything into the comments there's the artwork
0: this album
1: is called serpents unleashed and then here is their discography so you can see where this album falls so uh serpents unleashed as uh, an 11 track record released in 2013 it's the fifth studio album from the american uh, metal band lat it's the last album released with the original vocalist Chance Garnett before he was fired from the band in early 2015. Uh, The album's just about 32 minutes minutes long. The previous albums include At One with the Shadows in 2004, Beyond the Permafrost in 2007, Breathing the Fire in 2009, uh, Forever Abomination in 2011, and in 2018, they had Devouring Radiant Light. Uh, Singles-wise... Um, they have three music videos, I believe: "Unending," "Ever Living," "I Am of Death," "Hell Hath Has Arrived," and then "Serpents Unleashed." So, who would like to talk about this album first?
0: Uh, so, so, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Um, so, I, I, I saw this band uh, live. Um, I went with uh, people. I expected to have a bad time just because of the people I went with um and this this was a life raft i didn't i had never heard them before i judged them based on their name i'm like these guys think they're so fucking metal skeleton witch and they were phenomenal live they really brought it there the energy was fantastic i was a fan on the spot i bought multiple albums i this was i was obsessed with this band uh and i saw them a second time like a year later and they're still amazing and uh yeah uh and, you know, you can do a lot of studio tricks uh, to, to, to fake it, but these guys, like, you can't fake being good live. So I, I admire bands that are good live. A couple other things. Uh, this band, this was recorded by Kurt Ballou uh, uh, from Converge, another one of my favorite bands. I love it when my favorite people work together. And, um, yeah, this I picked this record because this recording is hot. They Like, the drums are, like, in your face. The, the guitars are all loud the signals all um like beyond the permafrost their second album is one of my favorites the recording like the guitars aren't as like strong sounding and um i think there's more garbage in the songwriting like in in bursts beyond the permafrost might be better but um sorpents unleashed to me it's like well written pretty much throughout there's only one song i skip it's pretty much all great riffs that belong there and yeah, I love this record. No, I was yeah, to my, I,
1: my responses for the most part in this episode are going to be boring. I'm only going to talk for a second, Jomo, and then you can say whatever you want, only because I pretty much loved everything we listened to. All right, Jomo. All
2: right. Can I talk now? Can I talk yeah, now? Yes. Right, yes. No, so two songs that stood out to me, Serpents Unleashed and fucking I Am Death. I Am Of Death. Um, fucking so goddamn heavy, bro. I just want to punch Zach in the fucking face. Um, this is, <laughs> is Douchebag I Know. Um, I think he he's friends with fucking uh Mr. Jack Falcon, but uh I I just thought the album I don't know the guy I, I was not disappointed with any of these albums, and I thought you know and I you know Mr. Rob Fortune, don't take this the wrong way, man. I was like, man, this is kind of like kind of like that uh acid metal like thrash not thrash metal but more acid metal like uh Morbid Angel and, sure. and Cannibal Corpse, and I love those bands, and I was just like, oh, this fucking this is awesome, man. The, all, all the bands were good. But speaking on like uh, I am of death was like I want to yeah it makes me want to punch someone in the fucking pit and yeah we talked about it last week about how uh, you you were kind of like dogging on guys who fucking are in the pit and they're just hitting people and shit sure uh, yeah I'm kind of a piece of shit and I like to punch someone to I am of death you know who wouldn't want to punch someone just like fuck yeah I'm you Boom! just right in the fucking head. So, yeah, uh, if anyone takes a chance to to punch me in the face in the pit, I, I won't take offense to it. I know I deserve it. You do deserve it.
1: <laughs> so um, thrash is my favorite type of metal. And I have a forever boner for Rust in Peace, which is probably the greatest thrash album of all time. So when I listen to this album, uh, there's a lot of thrash riffs in here. There's a lot of like modern metal riffs in here, something like modern metal, like death riffs, um, like tremolo picking specific things. Um as a whole i really really like this record it's hard for me to even just pick the songs that i thought stuck out to me serpents unleashed um beyond dead leaves i am death i am of death uh, burn from bone unending ever living more cruel than weak which is the last song um the drums on this album are great specifically in um the last song more cruel than, uh more cruel than weak uh, are really really good uh guitar solo in uh, from a cloud the sky is awesome there's this lead line at the end of beneath dead leaves right so when we talked about the thrash the big four the thrash bands i talked about how like, if there's a lead line that doesn't enhance the song, uh, which is essentially all of Carrie King's lead lines, uh, cut it out, throw them away, and they don't do anything for the song, so I don't want to hear them. I'd rather get those three minutes as a whole back of my life than having to listen to it. And then, so I'm listening to the song, and then right at the end, you get this nice lead line, and I was like, okay. Like, it, it pulled me, like, it's there's, like, specific things in music that, like, because I listen to a lot of this stuff while I'm working, so, um, you know, I'm trying to... Take it in while I'm doing something else. And then, so at, at some point, you're like more focused on the work than the music you're listening to. But then you get like lines like that and it pulls you back into it where it's like, okay, yeah, nice. And it's a nice lead line. The guitar players in this band are great. Um, the singing style isn't normally my favorite. And I know that's kind of weird to say, considering I said I love Megadeth and probably most people aren't in love with Dave Mustaine's voice. Yeah. Um, but I, I, at, at, Like when I, this singing doesn't necessarily do anything for me. I don't hate it, but like it just, it doesn't. I don't know. I liked it here. It just, I'm just not a fan of this type of singing, but like it's done well. It fits the band. And um, we, one of the things we had talked about is how these guys continued to tour without a singer for a little while. And um, metal in general is, Probably the easiest uh, genre of music to be able to do that with. You have a boring ass four co- uh, four chord song. Nobody wants to hear that without a singer. Um, you had, take Guns and Roses and you remove Axl. Uh Nobody wants to go to that show probably uh, because uh, mm. <laughs> you know because, <laughs> no. because he's kind of a, he's like he's like the selling like, the like the, you know with Slash Axle whatever. But most people, if you give them the choice to see without Slash Slash without Axle, they're going to say they'd rather see axle. Um No. No, I'm, I'm saying the, probably most people would like you take like my sisters and my mom. They're probably like would be like more like Axel's the least replaceable out of the five. I mean, granted, in my opinion, all five of them are not replaceable out of the original album. Whatever. We don't need to get off topic of Guns N' Roses. Uh, they they continued without him. Um, and this is the, a great album or a great set of albums. I haven't gone through uh, this is a band I want to go through their entire discography. Um, yes. This is the type of music to be able to do that with. Like you have a boring ass four chord song, no one wants to, you know, hear that live uh, with no singing, uh, so or bad singing or whatever. So this is the band to do it. I could, I would listen to this album with no vocals in it.
0: Yeah, and yeah, and I, I, would say that for all of these albums. Uh, I, there's a, um, there's a horrendous live concert that uh, I'm gonna talk about a bunch. And uh, they, they, you know, uh, it's they have a guitar player that that does the vocals on the album, and then live they just don't do uh, vocals. I don't think, uh, at least on that recording, they didn't, and it sounds great. You don't really need it uh, if you yeah. if you have awesome guitar parts, you don't miss it. I don't know, at least at yeah. least for me, I don't.
1: It's like animals as leaders. There's not words in that entire album. You don't need yep.
0: words when you're fucking great,
2: though. I mean, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, true. So, yes. so this album, yeah, you're right. I mean. Yes, a lead singer is kind of like a brash, and the the maybe the vocal style doesn't go with you, or you don't think it complements it. But I I think sometimes not having a vocalist is is a good thing because you can kind of put your perspective and your mind and your interpretation to what those you know the chords are doing, the way how the yeah. the music is actually formed. So for me, when I listen to bands that don't have a lead singer, I I'm paying more attention to you know, how well they're playing their instrument and, you know, how everything complements each other. Yeah. So, so I, I'd be interested to see, you know, where it goes with it. I know that uh, when we did the Gen episode, um, Tesseract actually has an instrumental um, album for one, where they actually removed the vocals. And it kind of reminded me more of Northlane, and I didn't like that. But to get back onto Skeleton Witch... Um, it's just fucking heaviness, man. This is this is yeah. the shit that's like that will fuck your mind up, bro.
1: Yeah, there's a couple riffs in this. So I listened. I try to listen to all of the albums uh, every week in three different places: on my phone, uh, in the car, and then with my headphones on, like a computer or whatever. And there's a couple riffs in this album that aren't really metal riffs, and they kind of removed me from. Um, the experience for a minute when i was listening to it on my computer but then when i was listening to or excuse me on my phone but when i was listening to it in the car and with my headphones i didn't have that same experience so um i don't know why that happened but uh yeah and just in general it's this is a balls to the wall album it's it's really really good it's really well done
0: uh, i want you guys to try a, a different order of this album start from track five uh uh, this is something I do several times. I just love being punched in the face the second the the, the from the first note that you hear. And then, um, yeah, and then the second uh, song I love un- Ending Ever Living. Um, you know, the, all the, uh, you know, changes in uh, t- tempo. Well, it's not tempo change, but, you know, there's a, such a dynamic contrast there. And there's, there's only one moment on this album that I'm glad that there's a vocalist, and it's during Unending ever Living." The, bulk, the line is something like, die, die, die again. And um, that transition is just my one of my favorite transitions in all of music. Nice. All oh, this album.
1: Uh, so are you saying start from five, go to the end, and then go back from one to four?
0: Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah. I never thought about it like that. All right. This is an interesting composition. All right.
0: Uh, and I'm going to, I'm going to bring that up again. Cause it's something I do with several albums. It's like, I, I, I love ending uh, beginning and ending on a strong note. And it's just like, uh, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, my whole life's been a disappointment for me. So I love listening to things in a disappointing order. So wow. we'll, we'll start from start to finish. <laughs> the only thing that isn't disappointing me is my wife. She's a good person, but, um, everything else, just everything's a disappointment. It's just like, ah, oh,
0: you're still alive.
2: Okay. If you're
0: gonna get one thing right, marrying a good person <laughs> is is probably the most important.
2: Yes, yes it is. And plus, I know she'll be listening to this, so I don't wanna uh, piss off.
0: Anyway, moving on.
2: Let's move forward.
0: <laughs> she be um, like,
2: "What the fuck did you just?
0: <gasps> I'm sorry. You, you said you wanted to talk about Gorguts next? Yeah,
1: yeah. Sure, I'll talk about it. Uh, so uh, Obscura. Oh. Uh, let me drop yeah, the yeah.
0: artwork and everything post the stuff and yeah yeah
1: i remember seeing this album cover like a long time ago in those crossed legs i thought it was somebody crossing their arms uh, i thought it was like a person standing okay. up yeah, a uh, so when i arms. finally looked when i finally saw this picture like you know in full size or whatever uh, it's like a dude uh, um meditating or whatever
0: yeah a lot of spots, uh, yeah so
1: here is their discography so you can see where this falls Uh, see obscure is a 12 song record released in 1998 it's the third studio album from the canadian band just about an hour long Uh, the previous albums include considered dead from 1991 uh, the erosion of sanity in 1993 and the albums following this were uh, from wisdom to hate in 2001 and colored sands in 2013 um rob do you want to talk about this first
0: Sure. So the first two albums are like uh, just uh, they're just regular death metal albums considered dead is a fan favorite. Like I've seen tons of memes about it, you know, Um, and so they were teenagers when they made those. And, uh, you know, they're good albums for teenagers. I think uh, death metal from that age, it's like the guitars are kind of in the background and, you know, uh, and then the drums are. I don't like the snare, and uh, but you know I don't know it's 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 pretty good for teenagers. And then um, Luke Luke is uh, studying violin at college, and he's uh you know he's he's doing the like a classical route. And then they do Obscuro, which is uh, the Departure album, which uh, I'm glad to talk about. And the album after that, from Wisdom to Hate, they tried to you know go a little bit more you know it tried to blend the two, go a little bit more traditional um death metal um that drummer killed himself and so uh reasonably so they took some time off uh and then their other guitar player died of cancer so i was uh i was thinking this band was never going to come back luke lamay was doing uh classical music for a while and then when i heard rumblings of them like getting back together and i was i was seeing um instrumental uh, live shows in in boston i was so excited and the, the songs seemed awesome and um i really like the uh the uh colored sands i almost wanted to talk about more in ways uh but uh like obscura obscura is like one of the first albums i ever bought and definitely the first album i ever hated i it annoyed me and i uh, turned it off and so basically This band um, intentionally detunes their guitars, does tons of squealing chords on bass that like clash with everything else. The drums, typically, drums are trying to be like a simple backbeat that'll allow you to like dance. Gorgut's drums are the opposite. It's like spastic and all over the place. And uh, so, and then the vocals are awful. And then, so you combine five uh uh, musicians doing ugly things together and the the result is beautiful it's annoying but it's uh, but it all matches and like there this band has done a lot to inspire me and it's really showed me that what i think is not possible and should be left alone maybe should be integrated um they're, they're i don't know i i i, I love this album
2: <laughs> the
1: first time I, nut job. <laughs> the first time i turned this album on i pretty much immediately turned it off
0: <laughs> yes
1: um so then i uh i listened to it in the car so this album is an hour long and is constant metal and you know just this blast beat, these just double bass of uh, kicks, like through the whole album. And I feel like the double, the, the, the drum is recorded the best. It comes through the best. Um, I would, was, part of the times I was listening to this, I was thinking I would like to hear this re-recorded just so it could be clearer, So I can hear exactly what's going on in some of the places. I listened to this in my car. Um, I was like stuck in traffic cause they're working on a highway and this is just blasting. Like whoever's next to me probably hated me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I, so the second time, it was... it was. I don't want to call it a slog. It's Some of the times when I listen to these albums, there's nothing telling you when a song is ending and when a song is beginning. Um, it's like when I talked about Mashuga in in that episode where it's like, if that could have been one long song and I still would have been on board with it because I, there's times where I... It's not exactly clear where where, where one song ends and one song begins. Sure. Um, so I listened to it in the car. It, it was almost like giving me a headache because there's so much shit constantly going on in this album. And then this morning... So I only know about Gore Guts from you. You've yeah. you've mentioned them before. I this is the first time I've ever listened to them. Yeah. Then this morning I'm listening to. I went through all the albums again this morning. I'm listening to this one and I'm reading about it. And I didn't realize how, uh, in how high in regard this album is with a lot of people. Hmm. Um, it, it, the, people say it's like one of the most impressive uh, albums of its of its type. Yeah, uh, we talk, we talked about in that in that uh, the Gent um, episode where there's different kind of tears where you might be able to get your girlfriend into listening to uh, some of the albums Uh, Mashuga is a hard push right you'd be lucky to ever do it I'm pretty sure this is a zero percent chance yeah 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 ever getting your girlfriend to listen to it yeah so then this morning as I'm listening to this record I decided to pull up the lyrics and it was it was making it much easier for me to follow everything and I was completely on board with it I was listening all the way through again I thought it was great Um, there's some really great lines in here. The drummer on this album is a beast, an absolute beast.
0: Yes. Um,
1: so, but like the fact that this is an hour long album, um, could be recorded a little better um you know i'm not i'm not hating on it or anything sure. it's an old record sure. from 98 i'm just saying like I, I would like to be able to hear every little thing going on uh sure. it's just a, it's a constant barrage of metal and like it's not really like screaming it's like i don't know what it is but like whatever right. his vocal style is and it's like an hour long and i can understand like being very overwhelmed by this record yeah. um uh like i i the skeleton witch album was like 30 minutes um that's like and it's like rain and blood it's here and then it's over um yeah. so to get through this i can understand a lot of people not making it all the way through yeah. um but yeah it, i i this is another band i want to go through all their stuff at this point what, what are you looking like down what is, your, your, fucking issue <laughs> with,
2: no, what is your fucking see- issue with rain and blood what is your fucking issue?
1: My own no, my only issue with no, I love like I was complimenting the thirty-minute mark because I think that the, like I I want in and out, no bullshit. My, you know my issue with rain and blood, we've already talked about it. It's everybody's issue with rain and blood. No, it's no, Carrie no, C- no,
2: sh- no, that's just your his, opinion. His guitar
1: soloing, excuse that's me. Just his riffing your is, opinion. Bro, no, it's literally an internet meme, and I'm not talking about his riffing. I'm talking about his soloing. You know the parts I'm talking about, Jomo. I... I
0: we anyway, all love so we all love Kerry King's riffs. Let's, yes, let's, exactly. Let's talk about
2: this album though. It is fucking I love how heavy it is. Uh, it's fucking it, it, it's on mark to where I am I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed, man. I'm not I'm not just saying that. I did like uh the I say the first three tracks Obscura, um the Carnal State, I forget what what's the yeah. track 2 and Oh, then it's something about Earth, yeah. And there's a song subtle, subtle something. I, I like Oh, the, the song, artist like. Under Ecstasy yeah it's fucking it, just first off that album art if you look at it it looks like we're about to go to the shadow realm alright yeah and yeah. if I was let's say on drugs I would follow that dude straight with the shadow realm we're going to the fucking seventh layer of fucking hell right yeah but it's just heavy man I, I love how yeah. the heaviness and and everybody even if you don't listen to a fucking genre uh, like this you can still get a lot out of it the drummer is I was listening to him I was like this dude I I bet he gives tough handjobs. That's all oh, I yeah. say. The toughest.
1: The, the dude's a
2: beast. The dude fucking the blast beat and all that. I yeah. There's just one thing I don't like blast beats with, and that's what a like a steel piccolo snare. Fucking I I hate piccolo the, the the steel snares so fucking much. And I'll tell you what started my hatred. Um Bob Rock and fucking the Metallica Obsane oh, Anger. Yeah. When I heard that I was like, what are you doing? You're raping Metallica! He's raping Metallica! Fuck!
1: Yeah, J- Jomo, can I butt in for one second? Sure. I was watching a, a guy talking about um, the end of the song Blackened, or Towards the End, and there's a part <laughs> where the drums get off from the everybody else by an eighth note, and then it kind of changes, the. It, it makes the whole sound song different, the whole song sound different, and then later on he plays one fill, one eighth note less, so he can get back on... Uh, you par with the band yeah. and um, the, amount, the amount of people in the comments saying that oh Lars did this intentionally and he's a genius dude it made me think of you because so many people were like oh this is definitely intentional I'm pretty sure he played one eighth note too long and then eventually went to get back but it, it's one of those things where it ended up sounding good so they were like just leave it in because there's you know at that point with Injustice for All there was money money is no issue that re- re-record the whole thing again whatever but like I am pretty sure he went off an eighth note accidentally. It's just sounded really cool. And then he brought it back by playing one eighth note less and then brought the song back. Cause apparently they don't even play that part live anymore. And I'm going to guess because he butchered it originally, it just kind of sounded cool and they, and he couldn't do it every single time anymore. And, and, and um, you know, he's, he's, they're oh, definitely man. playing to a metronome. They have like a, a, a monitor thing in their ear. So, they would have to program that metronome for that one part to be one eighth note off, play for two bars or whatever, and then one extra eighth note to, to, to bring it back. So, that's probably why they don't do it. But, dude, the, I, I just kept thinking about you in the comments, dude, because everyone was like, "Yep, confirmed Lars Ulrich is a genius. And they weren't trolling, they what? weren't memeing him.
2: First off, they weren't memeing. The problem with fucking Lars Ulrich is you ever seen the movie Whiplash? it's a it's a it's about a uh, a jazz oh the drumming movie yeah, oh yeah it's, I it, love that it's movie. about a a jazz uh, professor at a new york college and he plays at a well he's teaching at a conservatory and then this kid is like trying to find him and yeah. he's playing it's at Miles a Taylor. yeah it's yeah. Miles Teller he's playing at a different school so long story short when he's like in the middle of like uh, not getting his audition but like performing with the band as a as a secondary for for percussion like he earns a spot, but he keeps fucking up on timing. And then the instructor, who's played by um, J.K. JK yeah, J.K. Simmons, smacks the shit out of him. Like, get it right. Was, was I was I was I uh, going too fast or was I dragging? And he's like slapping him and shit. That is what Lars Ulrich needed. He didn't need someone to fucking mollycoddle him and be like, "Oh, it's gonna be alright. Yeah, you, we'll just we'll just fill it in." He, James Hetfield just need to go up to him. You're dragging. You're dragging. You're dragging. You're dragging. You're dragging. Stop dragging. And then he would just cry, and then maybe he would have died in that fucking awful bus accident, and we still have Jason Newstead. No, Man, you,
1: we have Jason Newstead. You mean, uh, what's his name? Oh, yeah, yeah. Cliff you know, Burton. You know Clip Burton. Cliff,
2: Cliff Burton. My apology. My, I'm going to get my fucking shit Jomo. pushed in That's for cool. that one. That's okay. Jomo. My, I, 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 just
1: wanna, I just want to say one thing the dudes are like 60 plus years old and they played in 2019 in the pouring that's, fucking
2: rain that's not an excuse that is they not... played the
1: pouring rain so, they played master of puppets faster than it is on the album and they're 60 years old playing in the
2: pouring rain dude i'd rather listen to a drum track and there's just like an empty drum set behind them or <laughs> or you get a fucking kid who's uh actually getting lessons and is out of college or whatever the fuck, and he or she can play way fucking better than fucking Lars Ulrich. You're dragging, Lars. You're dragging. You're dragging. Right. Shut get fucking back to god America. shit, bro. I'm sorry. I derailed us. Yeah, we, we can't talk about Metallica, bro, because you're getting I me. Know. You're getting me. You're bringing up some some bad shit.
1: I'm sorry. You're I'm also going to bring up one more thing. That jo- Jomo is a Chinese democracy denier. I just want to bring that up because I, I think it's hilarious. I
2: maintain that Chinese democracy is a myth. It's a lie. It never happened. All right. Moving yes. on. Okay.
1: Sorry, what you were on talking about Gorgas 10 minutes ago. So, but a couple of of things.
0: Uh, this drummer that we all love is not a metal drummer and was only in this band for like six months. Uh, this the drums were written by some other guy who quit. Uh, this is a session drummer, he plays uh drum and bass music, and I can't believe that, but like, yeah, he, he uh read uh the drum notation and he he blew this job out of yeah. the water. It's like some of the best metal drums ever done and he's not even a metal drummer. He like who has the energy to play those blast beats uh double bass uh and all those fills like I don't I I I I'm I don't know. I it's it makes me believe in god. I sw- I yeah. don't know what else to say. <laughs> Respect. Um yeah, yeah, I I love that guy. Um Would you fellation? I also <laughs> It's not a sex thing, bro. It's just <laughs> it's admirate it's admiration more than its sex stuff yeah okay so i want to read some of the stuff from because i uh this is one of the first albums i ever bought and uh okay i'm reading a quote from the back the journey is long and the path is path pathless and one has to be alone there is no map and no one to guide but there is no alternative one cannot escape it one cannot evade it one has to go on the journey the goal seems impossible, but the urge to go on is intrinsic. The need is deep in the soul, and that's from an Indian philosopher dude. Um, so this quote, I think, really represents them and what this band means to me emotionally. Like some of my best memories listening to this band are late at night, and um, you know maybe I'm pissed off at what kids said to me at school or something, and you know it's late at night, the lights are off. And I am at peace with how eccentric I am because Gorguts did not go this hard into eccentric land like without resistance from others. They're just like, you know, they they had a vision and they went there regardless of what the consequence was gonna be, regardless of who was going what you know, who was gonna say this album sounds awful. Um and they found strength in being themselves. Uh, You know, uh, whether they were alone on their path or, you know, they faced criticism or not, they went straight into it. And I received strength from that. It's like, you know, people make fun of me for being eccentric. Well, maybe being eccentric isn't bad. Maybe, uh, maybe you lean into it rather than try to hide it. Um, yeah
1: so uh one thing so apparently this album was fully written in 1993 but nobody was willing to pick them up and and distribute this record um so it took them to like 1998 for somebody uh, some record company willing to put it out okay when I listened to this album, okay, one of the things we talked about, like, one or two episodes ago was when I had first listened to the song WAP, like, a, a week ago. Sure. And I was saying that when I mm-hmm. went to listen to – I, you know, I hadn't listened to it in forever. Someone brought it up. I was like, fine, I'm going to go listen to it. I bring up the music video, the official music video for WAP, and it's edited, right? So they have a shock song that – they took the shocking part out because money was put before um, the the shocking part of the song, right? Sure. It's, it's, it's worth more to them to get the money from it than it is for them to actually shock the world, you know, it, because other people, you know, there's other ways of finding their music, but most people are probably finding that. When I listen to Gorguts and I hear this, this band, like you were saying, like... You know, I'm going to guess many, many people either heard this album or were contacted by them to, to put this out, and they heard it, and they said, no chance. Yeah. And in many ways, Gorguts could have changed what they wanted to do to make more people willing to work with it, um, or I guess just keep pitching it until someone is willing to pick it up. This band does not give a shit about straying away from their vision. They have a vision, they have a thought, they have something that they like to do and that they're good at, and yes. they're not compromising it for, for anything else yes so in some reality somewhere this album was never released uh, mm-hmm. because nobody wanted to pick it up there's a there's a there's a cool uh, story about like the original meatloaf album bad out of hell that nobody wanted to pick that album up and you know they said they were turned down by like 100 record labels to put it out and like that album like changed the world in like a lot of ways and is like one of the highest selling records this album like i was saying i i had never done any history on this band so when i started reading about them on wikipedia and how many people like really really like them and how highly this is held as like a an extreme metal album that does all kinds of crazy shit with the music? Um, it I I did not think that this record was was held in that high of regard because I I don't know too much about it. And also when I was reading the comments on their videos, unfortunately for a lot of bands that we're going to talk about in the future, on their official channels they just disable the comments because they don't want to deal with them or whatever. Sure. Um, But someone else had re- put this album up. Uh, probably the one that I was listening to um today, and a bunch of the comments were either praising it, hating it, and then some guy was like, "Oh, this album has no direction and there's it, like it pretty much it sucks and then a bunch of people were just like, you know shitting on him because of that or whatever but yeah uh, this album was awesome it's a it's a band who stayed true to themselves, and uh, they had the chops and they had the writing uh style or you know uh intelligence to do this. I believe the guy the main uh songwriter said. Said from uh, there's a song that opens from wisdom to hate that he was stuck on Writing it for like two months or something and then he got together with another guitar player and they kind of worked together And he was able to flesh it out from there like really really quickly Mm. Um, But yeah, this was you know, it's nice to to see these different bands I would have never listened to this album probably ever in all honesty if we didn't do this year I'm I'm happy we did I want to go through the whole thing. I want to you know, check out their entire discography
0: Uh, One thing I wanted to say, uh, um, I I remember making fun of myself uh, a couple of years ago because I was releasing songs about like I was taking Buddhist parables and like making them rhyme and putting them to music. Um, And I'm like, I'm either the best or the lamest metal band ever for uh, having metal songs about this. But I'm neither of those extremes because Gorguts was singing about Buddhist shit three decades before me so
1: <laughs> and, and rocking a fanny pack
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i, I, I uh, yeah uh, my my uh, my friends have seen them live uh he came on uh, luke LeMay came on stage gray hair uh fanny pack sandals like no attempt to look metal just uh you know whatever is comfortable to him and uh yeah he doesn't like try to fit in even in his old age he's just like this is who i am this is this is what i want and so I don't know. Love that
1: yeah, guy. He's, he's awesome. Um, uh, well, I just wanted to also bring up uh, my favorite tracks from here, Obscura, Nostalgia, The Art of uh, Somber Ecstasy, Faces, Ones, and Sweet Silence. We specifically talked about the last two tracks on this album. I think you were like, if, in case you guys hate this record, just listen to the last two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of great stuff going through here, though.
0: A lot of times when I listen to this, I start on track 11 because, it, again, it's punch in the face right away, and then, um, yeah. Definitely.
2: I do like this, uh, so, you know, even listening to all these bands, and specifically Gorgas, kind of reminded me how I ex- how I found out um, about Morbid Angel, Cannibal Corpse, and all those fucking heavy-ass bands. Yeah. And I remember, there was this weird fucking kid in high school who was just like, you know, he, he was odd, and but he didn't sit with anyone, dude sat alone, and we are just like, hey dude, you know, you know, we saw you skateboarding, you want to come hang out with us, and he just got me in these bands. and said, "Hey man, you could borrow this album," and I was just like, "Fuck man, this is this is heavy. This what what is this guy thinking about when he's listening to this shit?" And it makes you think, and you're just like, "Oh man, this is fucking really good, man." But I enjoyed it, man. It kind of brought me back to when I was like fifteen, sixteen, you know, exploring different bands because I, I I started out really weird, you know, and then I was yeah. just like, I want to listen to different things and and try out different bands. This is way before fucking you could stream music and iTunes and all that crap. So this is. It, it, this is where like word of mouth and passing CDs between friends was yeah. a big thing. It brought me back to that memory and I felt good. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm Zach. I, I got strong opinions. <laughs> um, what do you guys
1: want to say anything else on this? Or you want to know? Uh,
0: I enjoyed listening to his it. It great album. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Maybe we'll do uh, the next one. Um, Do uh, you want to do horrendous next?
1: Sure. Okay. Dropping the stuff into the chat.
0: That's the artwork for idle. The newest one. Yeah. Okay. Did you listen to Anna Retta or did you listen to Idol? Idol. Oh shit. Okay. So, um,
1: oh, shit. okay. Uh, there must've been a correction somewhere in the beginning of the, of the yep. thing that I missed.
0: Yeah. But that's, that's okay. fine because I, I'm a big fan of this band and, uh, um, um, sh- should I, I'll talk first. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay, so their the first album, The Chills, uh, I like it. Uh, oh, there's, there's some good riffs on it. Uh, it's a good beginning. Ecdysis might be... Uh, I've listened to Ekdysis a ton. Uh, the, the only reason I didn't recommend... I didn't... I, Honoretta uh, the next one, is the one I've been listening to lately. Ecdysis is... Uh, I listen to track 1, 8, and 10. Uh, so... Th- Three songs out of ten, you might say, you know, how good is the album if you only listen to three? Well, uh, track one, The The Stranger, I th- I, there's, I've had a body high to that song at least a thousand times. I'm, I I stare into the face of God when I listen to it. I don't. <coughs> so I almost wanted to do Ektisus, but I had um, dismissed Honoretta because of my life situations. Um, I was between apartments at the time and listening to this album on my um, laptop, so I was listening to it on shitty speakers, and I'm like, oh, there's, there's not really anything, to, 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 there's a couple good riffs in this album, maybe. I gave it a shot recently, and I loved it. And then Idol, um, I won't, okay, so, um, I said I was gonna mention, um, Horrendous put out a, a live concert on their Facebook not that long ago, and uh, it's, it's phenomenal. And some of my favorite solo parts, uh, they did alternate versions of it. You know, I thought I was in love, and then there's another woman that I also love, and now I love two women at the same time. I don't, like... Uh, yeah, you know,
1: you know the meme? That meme with a guy walking, holding hands with a girl, but he's, like, looking behind him at the other girl?
0: Yeah. That's me and the, 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 the riffs, <laughs> yeah. uh, the solos in, uh, in, in, in Horrendous. I, I love them both. I don't know. I can't pick one. I have to be with both. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've yeah. heard, um, a, a bunch, uh, I actually, I think I actually like, um, a bunch of the songs on idol better live. Um, that's what I wanted to say about that. Oh, okay. But, but yeah, so, so I, f- I feel bad now that we're not going to be talking about the same albums, but I do like all of the songs that, y- yeah. Okay. Um,
1: so Jumbo, did you listen to, um, wait, which one, which one, uh, did you write? Idol? Jumbo, which album did you listen to? Idol? Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. okay so yeah uh I'm, let me give the introduction i don't know it's on record released in 2018 it's the fourth studio album from the american death metal band uh it was released digitally on cd lp and cassette remember when we talked about that steel panther album the newest one that was re- released on cassette anyway sure. you don't see that very often so i thought i would bring it up here uh, it's just about 40 minutes long uh, the previous albums have already been mentioned uh i i love this album um there's a lot of uh great uh guitar playing here there's there's a lot of uh great um layers of the music where they're not just playing um boring chords under lead lines and solo lines and and that kind of stuff uh one of the reasons i love megadeth is because dave mustaine is an awesome uh rhythm guitar player He's, he's he's a great lead guitar player i mean he's not as good as like marty friedman but he's like a really really good rhythm guitar player and when you listen to songs like lucretia specifically um, There's like a whole different riff under the solo that isn't even in the rest of the song at all It's like written just for that part mm. and it really makes things stand out uh, There's a uh, one of the solos uh, Sooth- Soothsayer is awesome. My favorite uh, songs in this album uh, precedence, which is the I believe the first one the instrumental uh, soothsayer Golgothan tongues uh, Threnody which is the other which is like a slow song towards the end of the album and then the last song which is abelus and um, Great riffs. Uh, there's brutal riffs in this album, like specifically in the song Devotion. And um, so I... that aco- It's not acoustic. It's slow. It's like a slow song, serenity uh, which is like the second to last song. Um, I would have liked to to hear well i guess i can just do it it's not like it's impossible i would like to hear what this album sounds like with that song moved up in the track list where it kind of divides everything more in half than like being kind of on the at the end um and then obelisk is like a nine minute song at the end of this record and i think it's awesome i really really love this album i didn't know um like this band, I had never even heard of before. Um, so when I was listening to this, it, I was I was all about it. Like I was saying, my responses in general for this record uh, for this episode are going to be kind of boring because I'm just on board with all this stuff. Nice. Um, I love metal anyway. So whenever I get like a little bit like always incorporating kind of thrashy things into there is is always going to get me you know to be all about it or whatever. And it's nice. it's nice to see where thrash is now because like the last thrash album I really cared about is like um, Rust and Peace. So there's been twenty. You know 30 years of of music since then so you're like when we when we talked about serpents unleashed i was saying like there's thrash riffs in that album but there's also like death metal riffs in that album so it's nice to kind of see them together because with megadeth you don't really get any death metal stuff it's it's really just like hardcore thrash and stuff like that jumbo why don't you talk about this album
2: all right i thought it was great i really want to talk about what's on my mind with um, Lars ulrich so (laughs) Uh, yeah, so Sussayers and Golgothan tones are pretty good. Um, yep. I, I prefer like uh, obviously more speedy metal, more thrashy uh, to where the chords kind of seem distorted, way more distorted than they need to be. But uh, I want to talk about Lars Ulrich. La- okay. Lars Ulrich is, literally should not be as rich as he should be. He should not have any of the fame. In fact, he's kind of, he kind of reminds me of Donald Trump. He just shouldn't be there, but he is you know i don't like mars Ulrich, and the fact that I mean, you know, defend him it, it, it it's insulting it's it's quite insulting i think that you're doing it either to troll me which is fine i like trolls and i like trolling or you really believe it and you're a fucking dick face
1: like believe what f- though like, that, like i said i said it's hard for me to hate anyone that can at least keep keep a beat but like so as soon as he can't do that anymore then yeah he's worth it he can't
2: he he never could he never could. He could never keep a beat. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I don't know. He couldn't keep a beat. I think. Are you on drugs? Are you on drugs? Seriously. I'm on drugs right now, bro. You should be. You should be on. You should be fucking medicated. This is fucking bullshit, man. Like, all, all right. I'll just say what I have to say about the album. Um, yeah, sure. I think it was eight songs on the fucking album. I thought it was yeah. good. Um, I already told you my decent tracks uh, that I thought were great about it. Um, I, honestly, uh. Rob, you're the first person to introduce me to this band. You know, never yeah. heard of them before. Um, and I was like, okay, this is interesting. Uh, for me, I would just say that Lars Ulrich needs to die a miserable, miserable death. That's all.
1: Yo, this band is so, like, they have to be so un- unknown. They have a Wikipedia page for the band, but none of their albums have a page. So it's like you have to go read like their band camp and or whatever or whatever they sell their album on to like get any of the information
2: or listen to it on YouTube. That's like fine. if you
1: look in the picture, the picture that I posted, there's like not even a link for any of those.
2: So there's no hold on, hold on, because I have to look at the way my fucking monitors are set up. I got OBS and one, and then I got you guys over here. Okay, yeah, there's yeah. no there's no link in there. Yeah. I think you should probably fucking wikipedia that shit or Mr. Rob Fortune and you know So the other day I went
1: to, I went to go I went to go edit a wikipedia page the other day cuz it didn't have a A listing that should have been there Uh, and it it denied me because it said everybody on T-Mobile because like my internet is through T-Mobile so it said like your IP address falls under this umbrella of T-Mobile that has abused the updating system on Wikipedia so often that you're like permanently banned until 2024.
0: Wow. So like- March
1: 30th, 2024, I'll go
2: in and I'll make these pages. Are they trying to form like a... Well, then just collaborate with Mr. Rob Fortune and figure it the fuck out. I'm pretty sure he doesn't have T-Mobile. Well, fuck yeah, you. I know. Fuck you, T-Mobile.
1: Yeah, T-Mobile's awesome, dude. But yeah, I guess the people on their service are just trolls.
2: Yeah.
0: That's just not- troll Wikipedia.
2: It sounds about right, <laughs> since you're on fucking T-Mobile, so...
0: Yeah, this 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 band is not a, this is not a big band. They they don't um, you know they're from Pennsylvania. Um, I think of um, J- Jack. You and I played um, a show with uh, One Happy King at, uh, in Westfield in two thousand thirteen. Uh, the the guitar player of that band uh, was in a different band who played shows with horrendous. Uh, oh, nice. So you know, so be, these guys are basically friends of friends of ours. Uh, yeah. Um, nice. But yeah, I. I um, I've been following these guys for a long time i I, I love yes um yeah uh, this this album this this band works instrumentally I will read some lyrics uh, in, in a second but yeah I love some of my favorite gu- guitar riffs uh, in this this band uh, are you got like heavy riffs palm muted down below you got uh arpeggiated uh chords up above and then you have harmonized guitar solos up above and then so it's it's like you know you're just layering on guitars 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 and if you if you layer that much stuff you have something with personality at the end it's not it's not just something where you're you know confused is this you too or is this you know like you 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 have a fingerprint here Uh, i think they really uh show a lot of personality here Uh, and i love dynamic contrast um the stranger my favorite song uh has the thrash and blast beats and um uh, speed picking and it also has sludge uh man i love i love that you can hit all of those emotional notes for me and they also have uh songs in major key and it's just like it's it's like uplifting like i just i get such a variety of all these emotions it just hits hits me in so many ways i don't know this is this is this this hits all of the palette this hits i don't know this band does everything for me so you're oh man them to shoot a load yeah they're pretty awesome musically
1: rob, rob let me ask you a question how did you find out about these guys
0: cool. That's uh through keenan
1: oh okay all right
0: yeah um so yeah the, re- the reason i thought i wanted to talk about uh idol is because i have a idol shirt i'm gonna read you the quote on the back of it um if i can it's written confusingly at the rainbow's end, what use are what use are promises of Eden to begin anew when hope is just another poisoned fruit? And can you bear to wear the desk mask again? Dry your eyes, Sisyphus, and shoulder your burden. And in the end, they'll measure your worth by how much you've been broken, and give you the stone to roll again. So this is a you know uh, in the gr- the Greek myth, uh, Sisyphus is damned to hell to push a boulder uphill for all eternity.
1: Uh. <laughs> I have actually never heard of that at all. I didn't even know that was a thing.
2: I think, yeah, I think there's uh, one of those oh, guys God. that are in, in my butthole, and oh. it's like trying to—it's forever. It's this little guy who's like pushing shit out of my ass, like.
1: I thought I thought you were going to say that that should be Lars Ulrich. Is where it should
2: be know. Lars Ulrich. It should be. Yeah, I fucking hate that dude's face, but anyway, I'm sorry, Rob. That was that was that was beautiful. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it was nice. Uh, yeah, so uh, another Greek um, myth is uh, Tantalus, who like abused, uh, like he was a, he was a, glu- like a glutton, and so his uh, suffering is that he's chained at the bottom, he's chained at a river, um, and the water is permanently at the at lip level. So if he turns his face down to get some water as he's dying of thirst, then the level of the river. Um, drops so he's never able to get a drink of water and just above are grapes and he's starving to death and if he reaches upwards the the vines retract so he's never able to get the food that he needs nor the water that he needs that's where the water that's where the word tantalize comes from is um uh you know torturing someone with something that they want and not being able to get it Yo, uh, that's some
1: twisted shit
0: yeah, yeah. Greek, Greek myths are full of uh, some some suffering. On uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I it Sounds I re-
2: like my career.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I want some help. Oh, come on, let me get some grades. Nah, motherfucker, keep working hard.
0: <laughs> that hurts. That yeah. hurts, man. But you just gotta yeah.
2: realize and move forward.
0: Uh, they'll measure your worth by how much you've been broken and give you the stone to roll again. I think uh, a lot of us can relate to feeling used, uh, working yourself to death and being unappreciated and unrewarded and um, uh, the the lack of mercy you sometimes receive from the world. It can it can be, can be very painful. So I really I really like the, that lyric. Uh, I like this shirt, I like this band uh wow
1: yeah they're great they're great oh yeah i gotta go a, i gotta go through their stuff too what's up
0: yeah yeah uh yeah uh yeah I, I, the, uh listen to anoretta next that's the one i want, wanted to talk about um the reason i recommended that one the most is because um it, you know a the surprise factor and b there's no tracks that i skip on it um there are riffs that i don't like on it but um there's something in every song that like amazes me. So yeah. So listen to Anoretta next. Okay. All right. You want to talk about Vector now?
1: Yep. I'm dropping the stuff in the comments.
0: Oh, this is a great fucking album.
1: Yeah. I like this album quite a bit. Um, Outer Isolation is an 8-track record release in 2011. It's the second studio album from the American band. Uh, it's just about 52 minutes long. Previous albums are uh, Black Future from 2009, and the subsequent album from this is Terminal Redux in 2016. So the uh, the, intru- the opening track in this album is 10 and a half minutes long. Yeah. Which immediately I thought was awesome, because normally people will put that at the end of an album. Mm. Um, uh, Rob, do you want to start talking about
0: this one? um black future 2009 i think is more of like a traditional thrash album i like it um and then i want to talk about uh I, outer isolation i almost recommended terminal redux over this one i all of these ones i tried to pick the the most consistent album uh pr- you know, pretty much uh, you know, terminal redux i think is the most special of these albums in pieces but i skip uh, most of the album because I don't I just think there's too much garbage in in that album. Mm-hmm. Outer Isolation I picked because there's no songs that I skip, I, so I like every song. And this is the song that I was listening to nonstop when I uh, was writing all this instrumental music uh, in January. Um, so one of my thoughts when I was writing this is um, if I'm writing songs that I don't have to sing to, then I'm free. I don't need to uh, write stuff that's easy to sing to. And I can make chords as ugly as I want because I don't need to sing to it. And, uh, uh, yeah, so th- this album, Outer Isolation, is full of ugly chords. And I, I, uh, it, 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 that opened something in my brain. And I also loved, there was something else that I wanted to talk about, uh, chords. Well, I had a brain fart. Um, there's something Do else I- that I wanted to Yeah.
1: I like the guitar tone in this album more than the skeleton. Which one? I think it's more mm-hmm. more my style.
0: Um, they tuned they tuned up. Uh, that's what I wanted to say. They tuned to E sharp. Um, <laughs> so a lot a lot of bands uh, like the the trend at the time is tuned down. You know, like um uh you know a normal guitar is E and then turning down to D and then uh, C B and then like you know uh, Meshuga took that. You know, like they, they tuned to drop B, I think, for uh Chaosphere. And then the, the guitars after that, they got like eight string guitars and they went to like E below E or some shit. I don't know what they did. They went they went really fucking low. And then this album, like, cause we've talked about how Megadeth doesn't tune down and that the 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 advantages of that are you don't have that floppy like, you know, if you can if you tune down and you the your string flops and you lose yeah. You, you lose you get you get all this fret buzzing and you lose signal are you really making it sound better by making it heavier and gaining all those other problems or so that's why i love vector for tuning up you have no like mud you have no mud you have no fret buzzing and you, your signal's hot so it's like it sounds fucking good this way yeah. I went the opposite direction and i love that
1: i didn't realize that that's pretty awesome I've never heard of a band doing that. Honestly, most times they'll tune down to E flat. I guess that's to so the singer doesn't have to hit as high of notes or whatever. Okay. Um, I don't think I've heard anyone go all the way up to F. So,
0: oh yeah, E sharp is F. Okay, yeah, they tune to yeah. F. Yeah,
1: um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, so one one okay. So one reason I I hold Rust in Peace in such high regards is because. <laughs> The transition between the riffs is so smooth, like every transition is smoother than the previous one And I feel like this band does their transitions between riffs really well There are parts of songs on this album that sound nothing like the beginning and nothing like the end Uh, I think the one I have written here is uh, uh, the song uh, Venus Project Uh, There's a part in the middle where it sounds nothing like any of the other parts and it's a smooth uh, transition There's parts where I was like doing something else while listening to this and I hear metal and then I hear something that's very soft and slower and i'm just thinking how did we get here so i have to backtrack because i want to hear how they got into there Uh, one of the things i hate about some metallica songs is there's no transition between riffs they just stop and then begin the next riff uh and that's boring and it's it's lazy um uh, there's also a lot of speed picking in this i don't think we've seen it too much in any of the other albums but there's quite a bit of it here um yeah and there's a there's a bunch of different um things that changed throughout this album that i thought were really good i uh, also love the guitar tone um my favorite songs on here is is again it was hard to even pick because i really did like this whole album uh, cosmic cortex uh, Echoless list chamber tetris structural minds venus project dark creations dead creators and outer isolation i thought it, i thought it was just really good as a whole oh yeah Jomo, so, why don't you talk about it
0: oh
2: um i'll tell you this i listened to bits and pieces of each song but I never finished the whole album so I listened to Cosmic Cortex okay. which is uh I the song that I listened to all the way through and I, I fucking it was hard to believe I was just like this I I can't pinpoint wh- who this band reminds me of but they're good they definitely yeah. have their own sound they're definitely unique I, I I like the fucking ambition with that first track being so lengthy however I, I feel like I've heard a band similar to this, it, like Annihilator. Does that ring?
0: Does that sound about right? I don't know, Voivod. It reminds me of, yeah, okay. but you know that this uh, Voivod was like '80s, uh, '80s uh, intentionally ugly, and uh, so so this this band, the, the you know, so the the standing on shoulders of giants theme. Uh, theme. So it's like this band is the. Ultra tight drummer blast beats uh, version of, of, of voivod something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Any other yeah. thoughts? No, you know, um, you know. I wish I listened to it more. I just life's been busy. Life's been crazy. Been busy at work. You know, can't wait to fucking retire. Um, but yeah, man, I, I seriously cannot wait. Um, but listening to Cosmic Cortex, man, I thought it was very ambitious. It was lengthy, but it was still like. Man, this is good, but it feels like I'm listening to a band that I listened to before, and I can't pinpoint it. So yeah, so he this album is almost an hour was, long. That makes, that makes sense.
1: And there's a lot going on here. Uh, it's I. This is not as confusing of an album as uh, Gore Gorguts, Gore Guts, I think, is it takes a long time to process that record. Yes, um, I mentioned it in the Gent one, uh, the Gent episode. I didn't even bother tapping my foot to a lot of this music because I I knew it was going to be all over the place, and I didn't want to. Uh, pretty much get a headache from trying to count all kinds of stuff out um but all these all these albums are great uh they're really really good all these bands deserve their entire discography to be gone through and checked out um yeah it's it's nice to find uh some of these bands because i i as i mentioned before i have no social media so you guys are pretty much my only way of finding new things at least musically um and yeah, these these are all really good. When we talked about this the other day, Rob was like, oh, I think we're going to talk about all the other all the bands for a couple minutes and we're going to primarily be talking about Skeleton Witch. And I think we were able to talk about everything kind of equally. And um, I, I think that everyone kind of had a good experience here. So,
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm very happy. I, I thought I might be putting you all through albums you, do, you guys don't like. So I'm happy that you liked it more than I thought you would.
2: No, I was not disappointed at all. I know I didn't oh, finish fucking um, uh, yeah. that last album, but I, I was not disappointed, man. It kind of, like I said, good. it brought me back to being fifteen, sixteen, and swapping CDs with people to fucking be like, hey, you should listen to this or try this out. You know, that's what I felt yeah. like, and and I felt not like a kid, but I felt like I was still engaging my mind in some new stuff. So I appreciated that, you know, just just, just dudes just, just, just listening to it throughout the week. Help me out. I wish I put more time into uh, into a fucking who were we just talking? Vector, right? Vector. Yeah, we are yeah. just talking about Vector, so I wish I put more time into that, though. That's That's, yeah. that's, that's my fuck up. Yeah, we'll that's
1: just great. put more time into it some other time. Yeah, yeah, go yeah.
0: fuck yourself. Anyway, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good episode. Uh, do we know what we want to do next? I see Linkin Park. <laughs> yeah,
2: I think I want to do Linkin Park because I... Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I see, because what? Because... Zach, I knew it was going to kill you, man. I knew it was going to fucking kill you, dude. What, Linkin Park? Yeah. I know I know oh, you're not a fan, dude. I know you're not a fan.
1: Well, I haven't listened to them all that much. It's not a band that I hate or anything.
2: Well, it, they, I, there's so much I collaborate with both of you guys, but it's kind of what... It bridges a gap for me in a lot of ways for different bands. And ultimately, it pushed me towards what I listen to now. is because I realized... You, you, you're always changing, you're always evolving as a person, all right? And, and your experiences make you change things over time, whether, it, you know, get rid of an old habit or you stop finger-blasting yourself up the ass. It, you, you, you change over time by what's influencing you from your environment. And I think that it was appropriate for a certain time period to listen to that band. But if I go back now, I'm vastly more critical of that band than I was, let's say, back in the early 2000s. So for me, I want to recollect and go back and, and listen to those bands so that way I can explore and see what the fuck was I thinking listening to this shit. Because right now, my mind is super complicated with fucking music. I I, I love genty prog bands. I'm I i will. I'm obsessed with Rush. I don't think I want to... I'm not ready to talk about Rush because I know I'm going to cry in that episode. Um, I fucking love Neil Peart. Um, God rest his soul But um, he, he was the reason Why I got into drumming um, Why I started listening to Prague And expanded on Prague But for me man like I want to go back and I want to explore Fucking uh, Lincoln Park And I think it would be a good idea I think our listeners who, who are listening And thank you for listening We do have a huge uptick in listeners And we appreciate everything that you guys are doing Thanks for listening to us each week But I think they, they, they'd, they'd, uh, they'd like that What do you think?
1: Yeah, I I I'm I'm just gonna drop the um their discography in there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, did you just want to go through everything they put out or what? Yeah,
2: ab- absolutely. Obviously, I want to steer away from those live albums. Um, I want to be frank. Uh, the lead one of the lead singers, Chester Bennington, obviously, he took his own life. Um, yeah. I will refrain from saying fucked up suicide jokes uh, next episode. Just out of respect, you don't know what's going on with that person's head. You don't know where they're at. And a man like Chester Bennington was fucking just rich, you know? He he, he was well off. He could have did a lot of shit. But I'll save that for the episode, man. So, uh, And I'll refrain from being a piece of shit for one episode. Hopefully you guys will enjoy that.
1: So this is a band that, um, not musically, but it reminds me of The Darkness because I haven't thought about uh, Linkin Park in a long time. So the last record I remember them putting out was Minutes to Midnight. Um, and I didn't even know they'd done anything since. So yeah, I'm all about going through the whatever they have. What about the collab albums
2: that they did with Jay Z? What do you? Th- I can drop it in if you want to.
1: I mean, I don't want I don't want to get too overwhelming. Here, There's here, like seven here, albums here.
2: Here, here's what I'll do. I'll, 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 I'll drop some discography in there. I'll drop some album artwork, and we'll we'll go from there. How does that sound?
1: Yeah, sure. Just drop whatever you want us to listen
2: to. All right, man. So where's your cat at, man?
1: Pip and bean, they're
2: upstairs. Are they doing blasts of fucking cocaine with each other or what? They're, pro- they're
1: probably hanging out in the window get, being warm by the sun.
2: That's probably <laughs> what they're doing. <laughs> just being fucking low maintenance, I guess.
1: Yeah, they just hang out.
2: Alright. Well you hey, guys, thank you for listening. Uh Mr. Rob Fortune, you got anything to say before we go? Great episode. Looking forward to the next one. Hell yeah, brother. Let's do it. And what about oh, you, yeah. Mr. Jack Shitty Falcon? No, I don't really have anything
1: else to say. It just yeah, it was nice to listen to this stuff. I love metal, and you know, the more metal, the better.
2: Oh yeah. Honestly. So we're gonna be signing off, guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming, and uh, good luck. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.